everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult. Before we get started, I want to take a minute and introduce Divorced Girl Smiling's newest trusted professional, Bonnie Mantell, who is the founder and managing partner at Primus Family Law Group out of San Diego, California. Bonnie is just extremely passionate and full of energy, and you can see the dedication she has to the profession. She emits such positivity and compassion. And at the same time, I can see that Bonnie really, really fights for her clients. So Bonnie has been a divorce attorney for over a decade, and she's also a certified family law specialist, which is a special certification that involves a past written exam, the demonstration of a high level of experience, and being favorably evaluated by other attorneys and judges. If you want to learn more about Bonnie and Primus Family Law Group, you can find them in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at PrimusFamilyLawGroup.com. So when people decide they want to get divorced, whether their husband came home and told them, I don't want to be married anymore, or whether they're the one who doesn't want to be married, or if both come to the agreement that they think divorce is best, Most people think, okay, I need to call a divorce attorney. That's the first step. And it is important to call a divorce attorney, but that's not always the best route. And a lot of times people have so much resentment and anger towards their spouse that their gut instinct is saying, I just can't wait to tell the court everything he's done to me. And I'm going to get him for every dollar he's worth. And I'm going to get full custody of the kids. And there's so much emotion and so much anger that that might be going through your head or something like it. And I want to dedicate this podcast to talking about why litigation has so many pitfalls and why mediation works. And while you might be angry and upset, and that's perfectly understandable, you can still win, and I say in quotes, win, meaning have a great divorce outcome, an even better divorce outcome, if you calm your emotions temporarily and go through mediation. And to talk about why mediation works and why litigation has so many pitfalls is divorce mediator Michael Cohen. Hi, Michael. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me. Always nice to have you on the podcast. You're such a perfect person to talk about this with because you have such passion and dedication for mediation. It's really obvious in your work. Yeah, I to me, mediation is the healthiest process, and I'm very passionate about helping people get through a divorce in the healthiest way possible, not only for themselves, but for their children. And I want to tell my listeners a little bit of your background. I call you a former corporate executive who did a lot of mediation in the corporate world in your job, retired, and then decided to dedicate your career now to mediation because of a personal divorce and the pain that it caused you to be in litigation. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And I feel blessed to be able to have ended a corporate career that I loved with some great people and then to pursue what is truly a passion. This is something that I started building long before I retired. And I feel very fortunate to be able to have transitioned into this. And I can tell you it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Fantastic. Great to hear it. So before I get into the reasons with you of why mediation works so well and why litigation has so many pitfalls, tell me why when I said that people just jump and they think they want to go to court and tell their story, why do they do that? There's so many reasons and most of them are valid because in the moment it just feels like the right thing to do. Normally, like if one of your one of the spouses reaches out to an attorney, they generally file and then you're required to respond within a certain amount of time. So most people think they need an attorney. So as soon as you bring in two attorneys, before you even look at your situation and your desire to be amicable, you're walking down a path that's already contentious. And once you start going down that path, it's very hard to get out of that path. Um, Sometimes it's a family member, sometimes it's a friend who means well, who says, I have a good lawyer for you. Well, just because that lawyer was good for somebody else doesn't mean it's the right lawyer for you. You have to connect, they have to understand you, they have to be the right kind of lawyer for you. Are you telling the listeners that it might be a good idea to call a mediator first? I am. I think that's the first step. If you look at cost, time, and stress, mediation wins on all accounts. Um, so I always tell people, start with the best process, and if it doesn't work, then go up to collaborative law. If that doesn't work, then go to litigation. But it seems foolish to me to jump to the worst outcome, which is the most expensive, the most timely, and the most stressful, without even considering the more healthy options. And what I want to tell my listeners is just because you call and work with a mediator, you still get a lawyer. You won't be divorced without an attorney looking over the contract, the agreement that you and your ex and your mediator put together and saying, hmm, I don't think this is a good idea if that's the case. Now, I have to believe a good trained mediator, that's not going to happen often. But you do have a lawyer looking over it and doing the final paperwork for you to get divorced. So you can feel good about knowing that. Yeah, not only do you have a lawyer, but you also have a judge looking at it. But if if you dial it back a little bit further, you can even have a lawyer either sit in some of the mediation sessions or consult with um, for some of the more... Um, higher risk topics that you might feel you need legal advice for. So it doesn't have to be either or. Oh, if you get a mediator, you can't have a lawyer. You can have both. But the more you use your mediator and the less you use your attorney, the quicker and the less expensive your divorce is going to be. Yeah, and I'm probably jumping ahead to one of the benefits of mediation. But if you think about it, a mediator's fees are far less than a lawyer's and there's only one mediator. As soon as you have two lawyers, You have two professionals who are both charging a lot more, so the cost per hour is increased significantly. So that's one of the big uh, benefits that a lot of people look at. It's not the best benefit. There's so many other reasons you should mediate, but that's the one that's most obvious. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm here with divorce mediator Michael Cohen. Michael and I are talking about why mediation works and why litigation has so many pitfalls. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get into 10 reasons why mediation works. We'll be right back. 
One of the first questions people getting divorced often have is, can I afford to stay in my home? And what I tell them is that one of your first phone calls when considering divorce or going through one should be to a mortgage lender. Why? Because a mortgage lender will review all of your financials and then tell you how much of a mortgage you can afford. If you're looking for a great mortgage lender, I would highly recommend Jan Leisure. Jan is also a certified divorce lending professional. She's a wonderful person. She's been in the business for decades and she's trained and certified to work in conjunction with your real estate agent, your divorce mediator, and your divorce attorney to come up with options for you in regards to keeping your home, possibly buying a new home, or maybe even renting for a little while. So if you're interested, Jan does loans in several states, and you can reach her at diamondresidential.com slash janleisure or in the trusted professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to recommend a wonderful divorce attorney if you live in the state of Massachusetts. Her name is Katherine Becker Good, and she has been a divorce attorney for over 30 years. And Katherine brings hands-on experience working with the courts of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts And she's developed a trusting and personal approach to interacting with her clients that makes them feel safe, supported, and heard during a vulnerable time. As a skilled negotiator and mediator, Catherine remains focused and calm during high contentious situations, which helps her clients do the same. If you want to reach Catherine, you can find her at cbgoodlaw.com or in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff. I'm your host. I'm here today with Michael Cohen, divorce mediator, former corporate executive turned mediator because of a personal litigious experience in divorce that he did not like and wants to help others. He's completely in this for the love of helping people get divorced in a peaceful, productive, good way with good divorce outcomes. And today we're talking about 10 reasons mediation works and why litigation has so many pitfalls. Number one, your sessions are done in private. So basically, if you go to court, people don't even think about this. If you're in court, Anyone can watch. Anyone can sit there and listen to the details of your marriage and your divorce. Right. And oftentimes you're talking about things that are either very personal, very private, or they're silly conflicts. And really, who wants a a crowd of people to be listening to you? Um, It's so much more comfortable when you could do it together in private and work it out yourselves. And you experienced this firsthand. I did. And it was uncomfortable. Uh, It's not something that I would want to do again. Number two, your mediator will guide you through all topics in an efficient process that allows you to complete your divorce in two to three months. So let's talk about this. What do you mean by topics? Well, in my process, I've got over 100 areas that I dive into in mediation. I've had couples come to me who want to do it themselves. 
and they think about doing it themselves as just looking at the parenting time, who gets the kids when, but there's so much more to it. And if you really want a thorough divorce that's going to mitigate any post-divorce conflict, you want to be as thorough as you can. So the mediator is knowledgeable about everything that you need to make decisions about, and they'll make sure that you cover all the bases so that when you're finished, you've got a good agreement that'll stand the test of time. All right, here's how I see this playing out. So you're in mediation with a couple and then you go, well, what about this? What about if Billy needs braces? And they go, oh, I didn't think of that. And this could go on for 10 different things that they'll be like, well, we really never thought about that. And the job of the mediator is to say, well, let's discuss it and have something in writing in the decree, even if it says, if such and such happens, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get a consult. We're gonna talk to this person so that you have everything covered so that you don't have to keep going back to court in your years ahead when stuff starts changing and happening. Right, that, that process is very helpful. And people who go through mediation also develop a method of cooperating together and solving things on their own. So even though you put into writing that if there's a conflict and if an expense comes up that you hadn't thought about, here's how you resolve it, most people can resolve it themselves because they've made all these decisions together already. Number three, your mediator works for both of you. So you're only paying one hourly fee together and it's significantly lower than your lawyer's billing rate. I think you mentioned this before. Yeah, that's exactly right. And another benefit is when you're not spending an enormous hourly rate, you feel more comfortable as a couple talking about the issues because sometimes it's not as easy as just making a decision. There has to be communication. You have to listen to each other. And it's a little more comfortable when you know you're not spending $1,000 an hour for two lawyers and you're spending something far less. You could have a conversation and truly understand what's important to each other so that you can make a, free, a really valuable decision together. I love that. And also, what if you want to think about it? What if you want to say, you know what? I can't really make this decision right now. Let me think about it. And then you don't mind going back the next week because it's only the one hour fee for the one mediator. Right. That's exactly right. Number four, you make 100% of your decisions regarding the children, the children's expenses, the financial and property divisions, and any child support or alimony. You make 100% of the decisions. And who knows the family better than you and your spouse? Um, this is one of the biggest benefits of mediation. Uh, the worst thing you could do is stand in front of a judge who doesn't know you and only has a few minutes to make a decision. and. All in, in most cases, you both walk out of there thinking, I'm not happy with that decision. But when you make the decision together, it's usually the right decision. And it also allows you both to buy into it more and live, live to what you agree to more so that there's less conflict down the line. Now, what if somebody's in mediation and they say, well, I don't really know what I want. I don't know the custody schedule. Does the mediator help you by asking questions and saying like, well, tell me about your lifestyle. Tell me about your job. So I'm asking this in a very rhetorical way. Isn't that kind of part of the mediator's job also? It is. And that's how many of the questions start out. Uh, for example, yesterday, last night, I was having a session with a couple about holidays. And I didn't start by saying, who wants Christmas? 
It was, tell me about your traditions and what's important to both of you. And as they start talking and listening to each other, they realize and they come up with the best solution that works for them that I never would have been able to come up with on my own. Oh, I love that story. Number five, a lawyer and a judge will still review your agreement to make sure it is fair and reasonable and not unconscionable. So we kind of talked about that. Yeah, and the word unconscionable is very important too because in Illinois, the standard for a judge to overrule a divorce agreement is it has to be unconscionable, which means you have great latitude together to really be creative and make decisions that are best for your family. We kind of touched on this already, but number six is you know your family and your children better than anyone, especially more than a judge who makes decisions in a very short amount of time without your direct input or dialogue. Now, I want to make something clear. This is nothing against judges or litigation, but a judge has all these cases on their docket and they only have a specific amount of time. So it's not their fault. It's just a different process. And a judge is really there for the people who refuse to do mediation or who can't do mediation for whatever reason. And after we talk about these 10 benefits of mediation, Michael and I are gonna get into what are the cases when you really don't have a choice and you have to litigate. So we'll come back to that. Number seven, your children hear that mom and dad are working together to make decisions for them. So when you both tell them that you both still love them, they actually believe you. That's really sweet and true. It is. And when you litigate, normally a lawyer, your lawyers will tell you, don't talk to each other about the divorce unless I'm there. And they're doing that to protect you because they don't want you to agree to something that isn't in your best interest. But as a result, number one, the fees are going up because you need them there while you're discussing it. But secondly, if you're living together or even separated, you're not talking to each other about the divorce and the kids feel that and they hear that. But a mediator will tell you, hey, this week I want you guys to think about this and try to come up with some decisions. And the kids see that mom and dad are still working together and they feel a little comforted that their parents are still on the same page together. So mediation to me feels like your parents are on the same team. Litigation to me feels like our parents are on opposite teams. Exactly. Number eight, your mediator will encourage you to discuss areas together between sessions if you are able so you can align on what is best for everyone. If you can't do so, your mediator is trained to guide you towards your best decisions. So you're telling people that they should be talking in between sessions if they can. Right. And I would normally give them a heads up what's on tap for our next session, start to give this some thought. I might have some worksheets. I might have them talk about different topics. So when they come to the session, they both have a point of view and we could be efficient. Now, I know this is the million dollar question, but how many sessions is typical for a couple? Like what's the range of how many times they need to come see the mediator? Uh, That's a really good question. So if they have kids and a complicated financial situation, I would say about 20 hours. Um, families that don't have children, uh, that could be less than 10, um, five to 10 hours, depending on how complex their financial situation is. And how many hours is a mediation session? One or two? I generally like 90 minutes. Um, I think 
I like to, I like personally like to start out and ask how the week was and kind of get a gauge of the room and how they're doing together. And at the end, I like to wrap up too and ask some open-ended questions so I can make sure I'm connected to them emotionally. And if we only do an hour, that doesn't leave a lot of time. So I generally like to work with hour and a half sessions, but some clients have asked for longer sessions to get more done quickly and others don't have the time. So we, we, we work with an hour. So I'm going to say something here. It sounds to me a lot like you are in a little bit of a counseling role as well. And what you're teaching your clients is how to co-parent and get along better so that when after mediation is over, they are used to communicating in a productive way and that will be what their post-divorce form of communication looks like so it's I always call it like a free gift with purchase you get the benefit of a good co-parenting relationship after divorce because you're really being trained in mediation would you agree a hundred percent and I'll tell you some of the mediators on your team and others that I have met I think this is universal Um, mediators like to come at this with the intent of making a long lasting difference. Um, we're not trying to get in and get it done and go on to the next client. We're really trying to teach and train and, and guide people to be good co-parents. Um, and that's part of the process. Number 10, last one. You will give yourself the best path to finding a healthy relationship post-divorce because when you mediate, you don't create much of the baggage that newly divorced couples carry with them into new relationships. Yeah, this is really an unseen benefit of mediation. I've had so many friends and people that I know that have gone through a litigious divorce, and it really takes them a while to start building a healthy life afterwards because they have so much anger and resentment over the process if they litigated and the decisions weren't what they were happy with. Um, and it takes them a long time to, to be able to get past that. But when you mediate, um, you're, you're ready to go. I'm not going to say you're going to meet your next forever partner right away, but you don't have the baggage that people carry through a, a long litigious divorce. Well, it's almost like PTSD, it could be. Or you're just bitter, you're angry, you leave the court with a bad taste in your mouth, you don't think it was fair. And those are some really hard feelings to deal with. So to try to meet someone that's not going to be good at that time. Right. We're almost out of time, but I want to talk about cases where litigation is a must. So tell me a few situations where mediation just isn't an option. I mean... In order to mediate, you have to be able to sit in the room together, you have to be able to communicate, you have to be able to listen and hear each other, and you have to be able to compromise. So if a couple comes in and they can't listen to each other, they each have their own frame of mind, they're not willing to compromise, then they can't mediate. So I just want to tell the listeners who are shaking their heads saying, well, then I guess I can't mediate because I freaking can't stand him right now and I can't even look at him. Michael, don't you feel like people might feel that way, but if they try one session of mediation, things start to change. Yeah, I 
I love this challenge, um, and I call it a challenge because it really is, but my mediation sessions, we're very lighthearted, we're oftentimes chuckling, we try to look forward, so even couples that have differences, I try to make sure we're looking forward together, and uh, a good mediator will set the tone for the session and be an in-between person to allow people to communicate in a positive way. So it's, it's a fun transition when you see that. Well, people listening, what I want you to know is that you owe it to yourself to try mediation. Because some mediators will say, if you're in a high conflict divorce, you can't mediate. And I don't agree with that. I think people are so angry and bitter. And when they get into mediation, if they have a good mediator, that mediator helps them break down the barriers and help them communicate. And like Michael said, lighten it up. And you would be shocked. You'll be able to talk to your soon-to-be ex so much easier with the help of a mediator. And it will save you a lot of time and money and uh, you'll get a better outcome, I swear by this. Now, there are other instances where litigation is the only choice. What are those? Like, much more severe cases. Right. If there was physical or mental abuse, um, I would not want to be in a room with somebody uh, like like that in a mediation session. They, they probably have to litigate. Um, there could be a case where one spouse wants a divorce and the other one doesn't want to. While they can't come to a mediation session and make decisions together, they have to sue for divorce. Um, so if there's um, addiction sometimes, um, even then there are ways to mediate, but it makes it harder because sometimes the trust is gone and, and somebody doesn't feel that they could make decisions together that are going to be upheld. Um, but I, I do agree with you that um, you ought to try mediation because most mediators, and I'll speak for myself, I don't charge a retainer. So if you try it for a session or two, you didn't lose a retainer. You lost one or two hours worth of time and expense, and then you could move on to a different process, but it's worth the investment. Absolutely. This has been wonderful. Michael, thank you so much for spending time doing this today and talking about this really important topic. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Sure. Um, they could call me directly at 224-544-9990 or my website is michaelsmediation.com. And you can also find Michael and my other trusted vetted divorce professionals at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. And you can also go to divorcegirlsmiling.com to listen to more podcasts, read articles, download my mobile app, or sign up for the free consult, which I want to explain. The free consult is a 30-minute talk with me where it's completely confidential and you can vent, you can tell me your story, you can tell me what you need, how you're feeling, and I will listen, there's no judgment, and then I will connect you with divorce professionals who I think will be a good fit for you. This could be divorce mediators, divorce attorneys, real estate agents, mortgage lenders, divorce coaches, therapists, and many other categories. And Michael, you're a big believer in putting together a divorce team, right? So tell my listeners 
about why it's important to have a team of people working with you during your divorce? Yeah, oftentimes people just reach out to a lawyer or mediator and that's the only professional they use, but they only know the law and, and that avenue of divorce. But there's so many other aspects to it. And Jackie, I just want to give you credit because what you've built and the team that you've built are all top-notch professionals and you've got such an incredible team. Many, I think most of them provide free consultations and some of them don't even charge for their work. Um, so it's an incredible wealth of talent here. And sometimes when you're going through a divorce, there's different avenues like taxes or, or can I afford the house or my kids are having a hard time or I'm scared and I don't know how this process works. Maybe I need a divorce coach. Um, so there's so many professionals that could help you through this really stressful time. And the professionals that you put together and even some of the new ones that you've added are just incredible. So this is such a great opportunity for people. Well, thank you for that. And it, it is true. The other thing is, when you start working with a couple different people, they can talk to each other about your case and it will help your case because it will save a lot of time, it will save lawyer fees, and it just makes everybody on the same page. So I know it sounds like, oh, a lot of people, it's gonna be expensive. And I kind of used to look at it that way, but the benefits of having everybody actually save you money and they get you a better divorce outcome. So again, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com and we'll talk to you real soon.